If you're reaching for your phone within the first 15 minutes of waking up, your content consumption has become toxic. Now let's face it, we are bombarded with content every single moment of every single day. But what you may not realize is how content consumption is killing your creative energy. Tune in and learn the four main reasons why we consume content, the red flags of toxic content consumption, why there's no such thing as balance when it comes to consumption and creation, some powerful questions to support you in creating harmony with consumption and creation, and ways to be in your creative flow. Now, if you haven't done so already, go download the New Year Manifesto, which I created for you. It's a series of profoundly deep questions that are going to support you in saying goodbye to 2020 and hello to 2021 while creating a solid foundation for your leadership. Download that today at rubyframon.com forward slash new year. You can also text hashtag new year to 1781-336-0160. Now, if you dig this podcast and you want to connect on social media, just follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and feel free to reach out. My handle is at I am Ruby. If you're off of social media and you want email, you can go to rubyfremon.com forward slash connect or join me on telegram rubyfremon.com forward slash Telegram. Now, whether you are a loyal thought leader or a brand new listener, please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Please support me in supporting this podcast so that we can reach more people around the world. Now it is time to learn why content consumption is killing your content creation. Welcome to today's thought leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremon, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, welcome to the first episode of 2021. Um, It sounds so surreal to me as a child of the 80s to think that we're living in the era of the Jetsons, Um, but here we are. 2021. And we've all been through some shit together as a collective and as individuals. Let me say that. Um, So today we're going to be talking about content creation. And I landed on this topic because of just my own personal journey with creation versus consumption. And Last year, 2020 was a huge creation year for me. I mean, it was the year that I wrote my book, which is coming out soon. Reminder, get on the book wait list, rubyframon.com forward slash book wait list, or you can text hashtag book wait list 
1-781-336-0160. All of that information will be in the show notes. So be sure to check out the show notes and get on the list. The book is coming, but back to what I was saying, 2020 was a huge creation year for me, but in a different way than what I was used to. I had gotten into, uh, I mean, if you've been following me for a long time, you know that I love to create content. I have various forms of content. In fact, the way that I started my coaching business was through uh, a lot of content creation on YouTube. I was at one point in time, a bigger YouTuber than my husband, but now my husband has taken over that social media platform. So, um, but yeah, I used to create videos every week. I, I started doing a lot of IGTV. I created, I mean, I, for years was creating a minimum of three posts a day on Instagram. Like I am just a content creating machine in that way. And last year I was not, I actually created way less social media content than ever in, in, in the period of, of this entire business. I created way less content is, is my social media content because I was putting all of my content creation energy into the book. Um, now we only have so much energy to give, and this is why I'm sharing this story. Um, and so for me, it was really important that I focus that energy of creation to the book because the book was the thing. This is the thing that I am birthing. This is part of my mission. This is part of my message. It, it's a huge, it's huge for me to do this. And so I consciously chose to step away from creating a lot of content on social media and just focus on the book, focus on the podcast and write social media content when I felt called to share something. That's it. But not because I felt like I had to. And then towards the end of the year, something interesting happened. Now, normally the old Ruby, like pre- plant medicine journey, Ruby, like pre, I would say pre 2019, Ruby, 2018, Ruby, I would have the whole year prepped. I mean, 2020, if we're talking about 2020, the year by December, 2019, I had the whole year planned. I mean, actually by October, 2019, I had all of 2020 planned. And by January, 2020, I had all my client spots taken for the entire year. This is how I used to plan things. And then I learned to drop into more flow. And that was 2020 for me. So 2020 was this experiment of being in more flow, of being in my feminine creative energy and, and of creating this book and of understanding that because I'm going to put so much energy into the book, I need to step away from other things, but make these conscious choices so that I'm not constantly depleting myself of my energy, which was the former self. I used to always create, 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 go, 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 hustle, 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 burnout. And I know that you've probably experienced this on some level right? We do this. Whereas as a society, we're taught to always go, 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 to do things, to, to output more than we input because the output is what gives us the external rewards. And now as a collective, we're starting to learn, to understand that what we're inputting into our systems is super fucking important. 
and for us to pay more attention to what that is. And this is where the conversation of consumption versus creation comes up. So at the end of 2020, I experienced a slowdown. Like there was a, a real and not a mental, like traumatic resistance, but a real spiritual resistance coming from my highest self from source telling me, Hey, you need to just like cool it. You need to just not plan what's going on next year and just roll with it for a second and just be with it. You just wrote a fucking book, chill the fuck out. And I kept experiencing that and experiencing that every time I was like, oh, I need to launch a program or I need to do this, or I need to do something to boost my income, whatever it was, I would feel this resistance from my heart. Like my, my deepest inner knowing knew that that wasn't okay. And I wasn't giving myself enough credit for the amount that I had been creating. The other thing that I wasn't really paying attention to was how much I had been consuming. So as you know, I am very vocal and outspoken on what is happening in our world today. And that takes a lot of energy. Not only does it take energy to use my platform, to use my voice, to show up, to speak up, but it takes energy to do the research necessary in order for me to show up as an intelligent educated human being and not just someone with a fucking microphone ranting, right? Because that that's, that's what I'm against. Okay. I don't care what side you're on in this whole like fucking pandemic shit. All I ask is that you just do your research and do your due diligence and have some responsibility with the way that you're showing up. And so for me, that took a lot of energy to read the articles, to watch the videos, to hear different viewpoints, to have really tough conversations. So I hit a, I would actually, I wouldn't say I hit a wall, but I started to feel some internal resistance, which was my sign of like, Hey, you need to slow down both on the creation and the consuming. You need to slow down on creating. You need to slow down on consuming. Um, and you just need to be for a minute. You just need to chill the fuck out. And so that's super frustrating for many reasons. One, I'm a double Virgo. I like to plan everything Two. Uh, I am a human being and it sucks to be in uncertainty and three, I'm an entrepreneur and you know, this is how I make a living. So to not have things planned and, and financially be in a different place than I'm used to is really crazy. And yet my inner self knew that this is exactly where it needs to be. And so I want to talk to you about the content consumption versus content creation, because I think a lot of us have been feeling that content consumption burnout um, from 2020 because of all that was taking place. That so many of us have been researching, digging, listening to, you know, news, watching social media, whatever you've been cooped up in your home, your social media usage went through the roof. Like, we consumed a lot, you know, consuming a lot of Netflix because you're stuck at home, consuming a lot of shit. And creation also went through the roof, right? Because people are at home, you're at home, you're creating, you're doing things, you're sh sharing parts of your life more than you normally would because you're kind of bored sitting at home in isolation, whatever it is, you know, like all of these things shifted dramatically in 2020. And as we move into this new year, I want this episode to serve as an anchor for you to be really fucking intentional with 
the content that you're consuming and the content that you're creating. Because as a leader, it is your responsibility to consume content responsibly and create content responsibly. So one of the things you have to realize is that we are constantly consuming content on a conscious conscious and unconscious level, constantly. Content is being thrown our way left, right, and center from our phones to our laptops, to the billboards you see driving down the street, to TV commercials, to TV shows, to movies. It's everywhere. The branding on your cups, the branding on, on your desk, like it's everywhere. We are being bombarded with messages. And again, you might be conscious to this or not. Like there's a lot of shit that's being thrown our way. And it's really important for you to be aware of that. There's not just the content that you are consuming on a conscious level. There's content that you are consuming on an unconscious level, on an energetic level. And um, let's start with why we do consciously consume content. So there's four reasons why we consciously consume content. And one is for information, right? Like we want more information. So we're going to go out and consume the content. Um, Two is to learn or acquire knowledge or tools. Like we want to learn something. There's a specific tool or a piece of knowledge that we want to learn. Three is as an avoidance or distraction technique. Yes, I am looking at you, right? There's that thing that you know you really need to do, but the phone is so shiny and tempting. And so you get stuck in the black abyss of scrolling. Yikes. Um, And the fourth reason why we consume is addiction. Like social media is addictive. We know this. Uh, It if it's built for addiction, but there's also FOMO, fear of missing out the validation, the dopamine, the trauma. And what I mean by this is you can get addicted to the information, like needing to know all the things all the time, um, to needing to, I'll give an example at the beginning of COVID the Rona, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And so I had my eyes glued to my screen, consuming as much as I could possibly consume because I needed to know everything. And, um, you know, with all the causes that came to the surface in 2020, um, Black Lives Matter, um, the, the Sikh uh, the, the farmers protests in India, which is my home country and, and my home nation, my people, all of these things came to the surface and I wanted to consume, to learn more, to learn more, to, so I could speak from an educated level. Um, and that becomes addictive. We can also get addicted to the validation that we get from social media, from the likes, from the validation of, of how much knowledge we have. And also we can become addicted to the trauma because when we're consuming content, it doesn't always feel good, but we become so accustomed to not feeling good that we'll do anything subconsciously to not feel good, which means going on content consumption sprees. So those are the four reasons why we consume. The other thing you need to understand is that the content consumption that is what's killing your content creation. Like I have met with so many of my clients have have shared this with me. I've talked to so many leaders and they're like, I just feel blocked. Like I'm not 
getting the downloads. Like I'm not, I don't, not clear on what to write. I don't know what to share. And let me tell you, it's not about the fucking spiritual downloads. Okay. It's about how connected you are to self. And if you're constantly consuming other people's content, if you're constantly consuming other information, other knowledge, other videos, podcasts, articles, if you're constantly reading books, all of that is going to impede your ability to create. Yes. Content consumption can inspire you and it can deter you from your own unique, potent creation. See, creativity needs space to breathe. I like to think of creativity as like an actual living, breathing organism that we have within us. And the more content you shove into your system, the, the less space that organism has to breathe. And your creativity needs space to breathe. This is why we come up with the best ideas when we're in the shower. It's also why we come up with the best ideas when we're on long drives, because you have all that space to just be. But when you're consuming, 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 I can guarantee you some of the ideas that you get from those consumption sprees are going to be your own and they're going to be cool and awesome. But a lot of the ideas that you get from your consumption sprees that, that quote unquote inspire you, those are actually being influenced by the content that you're creating. Not, it's not, the content's not inspiring you. The content is influencing you to create in a certain way. And that's not the type of content you want to create as a leader. As a leader, you want to focus on creating content that is the epitome of you, that is the fullest expression of you and your potency, not a byproduct uh, of someone else's content, of someone else's message, of someone else's voice. So you need to get to a place where you start to understand when your content consumption has become toxic, because when it becomes toxic, that's when it starts to cramp your creation ability. So how do we then know when your content or our content consumption has become toxic? Well, first red flag is you are on your phone within the first 15 minutes upon waking up. Yes, I am calling you out. And trust me, I have been there. Um, you're on your phone as soon as you wake up. Within the first 15 minutes, you have to be on your phone. You have to check your messages. You have to check your emails. You just have to check your fucking phone. And sometimes you don't even know what you're checking for. You're just picking up your phone on autopilot. Another red flag that shows that your con uh, content consumption has become, con uh, has become toxic is that you have created a habit of scrolling when you're bored or to pass time. So that's like scrolling when you're in line for the groceries, scrolling when you're in the waiting room, scrolling when you're just at home and you don't know what to do with yourself. You're just scrolling. Another red flag is you rely on other people's content to inspire your own creation. Leaders, that is not, if, if you're relying on other people's content to inspire you, you aren't being inspired, you're being influenced. Your inspiration comes from within. Yes, you're going to pick things up from different places as in this podcast. And the creation comes from this divine place within you. 
And you know what I'm talking about because I know you've experienced being in the flow of creation and knowing that that thing that you created is yours. I know you felt that. But another red flag is that you're consuming content without intention. So you have no idea why you're consuming what you're consuming. You're just consuming it, right? (laughs) We've all done that. And the final red flag is, and this is a big one, and this is like the most obvious one, is you're left feeling worse after consuming content. And sometimes you're just left feeling like plain old shit. Um, so these are important to understand because when your content consumption has become toxic, that's when you need to take a step back from consuming. Um, and look, there will be times in your life throughout the year. Um, I know I go through these phases where you are consuming more than creating and, and that's okay. What matters is understanding why you're consuming what you're consuming. The intention matters. So for example, for me, when I was, you know, speaking up on certain causes, doing the research, consuming a lot of information because I wanted to really educate myself and come from a place of integrity with what I was sharing. So I understood why I was consuming what I was in consume, what I, why I was consuming what I was consuming. So it's being really, um, observant of self in these situations. And, and the key isn't to find, I hate the word balance. I think I did a podcast episode on balance in year one. It was one, like one of my first episodes, um, I believe in harmony balance is like trying to balance out, bo- balance out both sides at like consumption and creation. But I don't think there's, I don't believe there's a balance. I believe that there's a harmony and it's about finding your harmony with it all, how much to consume, when to consume, how much to create, when to create, when to take breaks, you know, and, and being okay with all of that. Um, so on the flip side, then how do we get into our creative flow? And again, I know you've at this stage in your life, you've had one, at least one example of being in creative flow. And it felt really good. It's where you're creating. It feels easy. It feels like you, it doesn't feel like you're being influenced by anything or anyone. You're not doing something because you think you should be doing it. You're just fucking doing it because you love it. And it feels like the words are just coming out of you or the videos coming out of you, whatever it is that you're creating. It's just flowing through you. I know you've had that experience. And maybe you want to have more of those experiences in 2021. In fact, I am encouraging and calling all potent leaders to rise up and be more intentional with what you're creating this year. Uh, Because now more than ever, I mean, we are in the fucking deep end right now, January and February. I said this in a few episodes at the end of last year, January and February, we're going to go through a major blue period as a collective, a mental health um, is going to be a hot topic for a lot of people. The matrix is going to be crumbling for a lot of fucking people in the world. Those who, who were still living the fairy tale narrative by mainstream media are going to be severely disappointed with everything that's going to be taking place this month and next month, because ta-da, here we are 2021, nothing has changed. In fact, things are getting worse. So they need us now more than ever, which means we need to be really responsible with what we're creating and how we're creating it and intentional with the type of content that we're creating. So how to be in your creative flow. You ready? (laughs) Consume less, do 
less. Okay. In a state, uh, in a society where we're praised for doing, I'm asking you to do less, be still focus on being spend more time in nature. Nature is, is the ultimate creativity refresher. I promise you go, just go hug a few trees, uh, reflect more. So spend more time in reflection with yourself, spend more time in observation with yourself write more and not write. I don't mean writing for Instagram. I mean, just write, write in your journal, write for the sake of getting feelings and emotions out there. Just write and have meaningful conversations. So focus only on having meaningful conversations, cut out all the bullshit, you know, conversations with people you don't really care about and just have the conversations with people who do inspire you with people who yet you can dive deep with and, and have those meaningful conversations. These are all things that will help you get back into your creative flow. The big one being consume less, do less and, and focus on being, um, now I want to support you with all of this. So I'm going to offer you some reflective questions, um, to support you in creating harmony between your content consumption and your content creation, because the harmony again, is going to be very unique to you. So I'm going to deliver these questions in two parts. Part one is going to be content consumption reflection questions. Okay. If you're driving, you're probably going to want to listen to this when you're not driving. So you can write the questions down. Um, or you can, and if you're just listening, just hit pause after every question and answer the question and then move on to the next one. Okay. So part one, content consumption, reflection questions. That's a mouthful. Um, question number one, how much content are you consuming each day? And be honest with yourself. And by content, I don't just mean social media. I mean, social media, mainstream media, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, internet, all the things. How much content are you consuming each day? Two, what content are you consuming each day? So being specific on what content. Number three, why are you consuming what you're consuming? Getting clear on why you're consuming the content that you are consuming. Why? Why are you doing it? And for how is that content impacting you really on a conscious level and on a subconscious level? And if you have to guess, just guess. So those are the questions for part one. And like I said, just rewind and hit pause after each question and answer them, like really do the fucking work. Um, part two, content creation, reflection questions. Um, so question number one, what are you creating? What are you creating? What types of content are you creating right now? Number two, why are you creating what you're creating? And be honest with yourself. Why are you creating what you're creating? Because you think you should, because you're trying to keep up with someone else because that's what you think you need to be doing to be perceived as X, Y, and Z, or because this is something that you're really feeling called to share. Why are you creating what you're creating? Number three, who are you creating this for? Now, this is a trick question. It's okay to create content for yourself. I create content for myself all the fucking time. A lot of times the content that I create is like right now is me running through an idea that is in my head. And it's an opportunity for me to like bring it out into the world. But 
it also, I know, serves you, my audience, my community. So who are you creating this for? Hint, if it's only you for ego reasons, better back off a little, (laughs) doing it for the wrong reasons. Okay. And then number four, how does your content creation impact you consciously and unconsciously? How does it impact you? You know, does it leave you feeling good? Does it leave you feeling drained? Does it light you up? Does it exhaust you? Like, how does it impact you really? So answer those questions, do the fucking work, okay? And get clear so that you can leap into 2021 with a real sense of harmony between your content consumption and your content creation. And also so you can avoid having your creativity killed by your consumption. So that is it. In addition to those questions, actually, don't forget to download the New Year Manifesto, which I created for you. It is a workbook filled with really deeply profound reflective questions to help you say goodbye to 2020 and hello to 2021 while setting the foundation for yourself and your leadership in a world that seems to be changing each and every single moment of every single day, because that's just where we're at. So download the new year manifesto for free rubyframon.com forward slash new year, or you can text hashtag new year to 1781-336-0160. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of today's thought leader, where I am challenging you to activate the leader within be sure to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Please do this. It helps me out. It also helps get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. And of course you can always connect with me on social media. My handle is at I am Ruby. I'm also on telegram that link and more will be in the show notes. And then make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of today's thought leader. Thanks leaders. I'll see you in the digital space. And I encourage you to create real harmony, sustainable harmony with your content consumption and your content creation this year. Happy new year.